You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, 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 good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. I'm Spencer. Joel is here. Dennis is here. And we have thoughts on things. So many thoughts on so many things. It's going to be a fun show today. I'll tell you why in a minute. Let's get the show started. This is Pre-Market Prep with Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. It's not every day we have a comedian on the show, Joel, but that's what's happening. What do you mean? I'm not a comedian? Not a professional comedian on the show, Joel. We have Bill Santiago joining us today. He's a trader, and uh, that's his that's his, his his evening gig. His day job is a uh, comedian, and we love Bill, and we're going to get Bill on in about a half hour or so. We're going to talk some trading, tell us some jokes. Do all that fun stuff. But in the meantime, we got a lot going on today. We're going to talk about just the shellacking that is happening in Techland here. Uh, we'll talk about the reaction to the Powell news yesterday as it got digested throughout the day. We're going to talk about Zoom. That's growth tech. We're going to talk about retail. Obviously, we had um, Best Buy earnings. We had uh, Dollar Tree earnings. We had, uh, wait, let me go back, go back to my list here. Uh, we had Dick's earnings this morning, Urban Outfitters last night. So we had some retail on the mind. Uh, we'll take questions from our chat as always. Uh, and before I throw it to Joel and his charts, I want to say a reminder, and I'm going to put the, the, uh, the link in chat right now. I just did. December 11th is the final pre-market prep Saturday Bootcamp workshop festival extravaganza of the year. Order execution, order flow, and tape reading. I just put the link to sign up in the chat. It's also in the description below where you're watching this right now. So check it out right now. And uh, Joel, let's bring up your charts here. Tell us how we're doing this morning. We had a week huh. close. 
What a what a uh, deceiving down two dollars and fifty cents and seventy seven and a quarter. Uh, popped off the open to forty six eighty nine. That's a good level to to keep an eye on. See, always got to take out the pre market high if you want to have a good day. On the downside, we went to fifty four fifty, so we we blew through the low from last week, and uh, now we're rebounding. So uh, we we'll talk about the markets when Triple D come in because during the pre pre market show. Triple D was in an ultra fast market. I mean, yeah, my ears were tired, but he's going to come on. He'll share his thoughts with us. Uh, crude, they uh, they finally uh, released the strategic reserves down forty four cents, seventy six thirty two. That should help the inflation picture. Uh, but no one's telling the gold market that uh, down sixteen bucks at seventeen nineteen thirty. Now under eighteen hundred. Silver after flirting with the twenty five handle. <laughs> We're now in the 23 handle, down 67 cents at 23.63. Bitcoin futures, they're hogging 55K, up 835 at 56.650. Ethereum futures, they're going the same way. They're up 99 bucks at $4,165. Triple D, you got a lot on your mind today, buddy. How you doing? Are you getting killed in anything, first of all? Do oh, we, I'm always uh, getting killed in something. That's part of the market. So when you have 100 overnight positions, I actually don't have 100 overnight positions. I have about, oh, I've got out of some, I have maybe 35 or 40 overnight positions. You're always getting killed in something. It's all a matter of managing losers when you have that many. Manage out of the losers, work out of some of the winners. It's all good. We just got to figure out, you know, what's moving, what's not moving. So... Anyways, no, we're, we're a good. wild forty-five minutes, thirty-five minutes yesterday. Uh, even you, you didn't have your delayed spook quotes on, right? You, do you have live spook quotes? Did you? Are you paying for those now? Did you get? Because uh, you were right on it. No, dude. I don't play life for live spook quotes. It's seven hundred dollars <laughs> a month for a professional, which is just ridiculous. You get them for four bucks if you're not if you're retail, but if you're a professional, if you have a license, yeah, you pay seven hundred a month. So that's what they get. They get the prop traders. So you know what I do? I can spy. I don't pay that. I still pay for spy quotes, which costs money too, <laughs> but not seven hundred dollars a month. So what? Let's talk about. I just the had factors. something interesting happen. So um, I tweet. I don't know if you can show the tweet, but I was. I was a, a chart from the Financial Times that was saying that short selling of ARKK has risen to a record high. This is a good segue because we're going to talk all the ARK stocks in a minute here and how they've been getting hammered. Um, and then, so I said, I just, uh, I quoted that tweet and I said, well, I'm blaming Sark for this one, S-A-R-K, which was a bit of a joke. <laughs> the Tuttle Capital Management, <laughs> um, the you're, Tuttle Capital Management this is the person, just representative, just tweeted back at me and said, that's not us. That was uptrending before we launched. <laughs> so they actually, actually came and found my tweet. <laughs> there it is. I didn't CC him on it or nothing, but... <laughs> That's interesting. He must just be looking at his own symbols. Did we had that guy on before? I don't know. Tuttle? We should have him on. Yeah, Tuttle's been on. He hasn't been on our show for a while, but he's, he's been on yeah, with we should have him on. He's, he's on, big he, time. He, he's been on with Chris. He's been on. Yeah, he's too big time for us. What, what's his name? Because he's going under Tuttle Capital. Yeah, so, Matt Tuttle. Is it Tuttle? Matt Tuttle. Yeah. He's been oh, on Matt Tuttle. Tuttle. Okay, yeah, he was, he was. He was. We had him on the show like a bunch of times years ago. Guys, uh, guys. Less than two weeks. I just did an interview. I, I know. I he was on with Mitch. He's been on with Mitch and Chris before. He's been on Benzinga a bunch of times, but not, but not with this specific show. For, for quite a while. He's too big time now. He, he only talks to, to, to Mitch. Well, he, we, no, he reached out to me, so he, I think he'd come on. All, All right. right. He likes Dennis. 
Hey, Come look, on. he likes oh, me. He reached oh, out just to me. say oh, it's not our fault. It's not our fault that Kathy's going to. And it was a joke. I didn't think it was Tuttle that was doing that. Obviously, it's the overall holdings here. We know that it's just not, you know, it's, it's well, I mean, the short bets going up. So I guess if short bets are going up and he's got a short fund that is literally shorting ARKK, that it might have something to do with it. But it was more of a joke. I mean, obviously, a lot of her holdings are very weak stocks right now. Let's talk about ARK because this was the, these were the stocks that were absolutely getting hammered yesterday. And this, to me, makes perfect sense. So let's think about what occurred yesterday. Right at the end of our show, Jerome Powell is back. So we know Pump and Powell is back. One thing about Pump and Powell is we know he doesn't care too much about inflation, or at least he doesn't want to address it, as well as maybe another chair would have. So that is the boogeyman in the room. Is that, okay, well, what's that mean for inflation? Well, he hasn't worried about it too much up to this point. Is he going to start worrying about it? Maybe, but maybe another chair would have worried a little bit sooner. So the inflation trade came on yesterday something fierce, and you could see it. You know, with the banks going up, you could see it with commodity stocks. A lot of steel was up. Coal was up. You know, you had even some oil stocks up on a day that wasn't even that great for oil, but the oil oil did turn around. They was weak early. You could see the commodity trade. Forget about gold. Forget about silver. They do their own thing. Gold is just not an inflation hedge. It hasn't been worked. That trade hasn't worked all year when we're in the highest inflationary environment for 30 years. So gold just not a, a good representative. But when you look, you had that trade going on. And what else did you have happen? High growth tech got hammered. Why? Because those future earnings, so when you're buying high growth tech, you're buying future earnings. Those future earnings are worth a lot less in an inflationary environment. So that is why high growth tech gets hit harder in an inflationary environment. And it got hit the hardest. And who owns the most high growth tech? It's Kathy. And her fund got hammered again. Now approaching a little ways off here yet, but we're starting to get down and getting down and dirty near the 52-week lows again. You know, we can look at ARKK, best example, $159 back in February when everybody had to own it. It's $108 now. So you're talking about a fund that is down about 30% on a year that the S&P has done pretty well. So since well. February, same time, S&P is up about 20%. Kathy Wood down about 30%. Not great. Why? Well, we're fighting inflation all year. Her bet is on deflation. She's on CNBC talking about deflation being a major issue. Perfectly wrong. So her fund getting punished because she's an all high growth tech, which benefits from deflation and definitely doesn't benefit from inflation. So if is you Pump think and Powell losing is sticky, his punch? Is Pump, what's and that? Powell, is Pump and Powell losing his punch? You know? Why? I don't know. I mean, you know, the, market, the markets are still all time highs. Well, uh, yeah, but I just yesterday. I mean, you know, with him coming in like that, you know, I, I mean, it, the People market are got concerned a, about inflation. I mean, this is this is a major concern for this market, and we get nothing with the, with the same chairman. We don't get. We know we're going to be a market. It's in, and obviously the market overall. We're not saying sell all your stocks, Katie, bar the door. The market's crashing. We're saying why you're seeing this separation. You're seeing commodity trades go up because if he's not going to address inflation, the market is. The market is going to bet on inflation continuing with Powell. Is that bad for your overall market? Apparently not. The S&Ps is still up near all-time highs. But is it good for high-growth tech? Hell no. 
So Kathy Wood position not for inflation. If inflation goes away, if inflation starts to come down substantially, you will probably see a rally in the high growth name. So basically putting a long bet on ARKK is a bet that inflation is transitory and eventually going to get a lot, be a lot less. It's never going to go away, but you know we're going to get back off at 6.5%. So just know that when you're buying these stocks is when you're buying a Kathy Wood fund, you are betting on deflation, not inflation. That's that's a great point. Um, and as I was noting, uh, we were talking about this this morning. I didn't even realize this, but like my, my, my the Kathy fund that I own, the ARKW, after all I said and done this year, I'm, I'm only down like 1%. It feels like I should be down more. I am down more when you compare it against the SPY because SPY is up 25% this year. But yep. Uh, I, I basically, I'm basically only not one percent in my arc, which really, relative to the spy, it sucks. But like you know, uh, uh, just in a vacuum, isn't actually as terrible as I would have assumed. So I've, I almost feel like it's a it's a, a moral victory this morning for me, uh, uh, because I thought it would have been down more this year. But but you're right, and that's why you have to be prepared for more than one type of environment, right? Last year it was all Kathy. Sure. Last year was like like was. Personally, I did fine, but I definitely didn't knock. The, I was knocking the doors down. I definitely wasn't having the, uh, the amount of fun that that you know people that were all in on everything Kathy were having, right? Because I didn't have that much growth exposure. I have some, but not everything. Yeah. Um, so last year was good for me, but not as good as a lot of people. Uh, this year uh, was better for me, and all the people that had had a blast last year with, uh, you know. Their zooms and their Roku's and their yeah. and their Pelotons and whatever and the uh, Teledocs and and this and that, they're not having fun this year. Um, and and she had a fit and, and just great point, Spencer. Yeah. I mean, let's give her some credit because her fund. You know, we just dissed her. She's had a really rough 2021, but she had a fantastic 2020. The big difference: we didn't have inflation 2020. So basically, when you just boil it down, is inflation is playing a huge part in her performance a huge part and should she be down this year absolutely for the simple reason is i saw her on cnbc four months ago saying that she believed that inflation is not an issue at all and deflation is the issue she is positioned for deflation and when you have inflation happening it's the exact opposite of how she is positioned she could not be positioned worse which is why her performance of her fund is one of the worst funds of the year so is it going to continue? It all depends on inflation. If we start to go into a deflationary environment, like she predicts, those high growth tech names will pick up. But it matters. Inflation matters to to Kathy Wood, maybe more than most other fund managers, because a lot of other fund managers are diversified. Me, I've got some inflationary stuff. I've got some tech stuff. I'm diversified. Gotcha. She's not. She's high growth tech. And, and obviously talking about, uh, you know, deflation she's talking you know disruptive technology she's all in she keeps going all in she buys more teledoc every single day so it all depends on you know it could turn and she's going to have moments where it looks like it's turning and it's getting better but she's paying very high valuations and i'm making a huge bet on deflation and so far in the back half of 2021 that's been a bad bet she's creating her own overhead supply i mean forget about everybody else in there i mean she's getting She's getting too big in some of this stuff, right? Can we the look street, at her top holdings? Yeah. Um, bring them up. Bring them up I mean, you, you, know, you know the street is all over that. And then I was just looking at ARKK. Uh, I mean, t- technically, this thing trades pretty well. I mean, a li- like last week, like 
I know it's a $100, $120 stock, but I mean, you got four hot, one, two, three, four, five highs in the same area. I mean, that is, I mean, it's, it's technically it's good. And then you just had the breakdown for that. The only thing you're looking at is uh, for today, where's it at? 106.35. Uh, that was your October low. And then after that, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at uh, single uh, double digits. Ninety seven twenty two was your May of uh, of two thousand though. And as as much as we're talking about how much has gotten killed, I mean, look what it did in twenty. I mean, there is a, under a hundred bucks. You know, once these things go into double digits, they just get whooped on. Example: Peloton, Beyond Meat. Um, and then the other thing that makes it even worse is like she just had such a great call on Tesla, you know, over the you know over well, the years. This is a know? huge point. Tesla, yeah. what is Tesla up this year? Like seven hundred forty percent. Tesla's know. up like fifty percent this year, maybe more. Her biggest holding is up fifty percent, and her mm. fund is twenty or thirty percent off of the highs. I mean, how bad are her other stocks? If her best holding and her top holding is kicking ass and taking names and she's down that much, it means she had some really bad other holdings. So let's look. And Unity Software has been a it's great one. Great. Obviously, yeah, yeah, she, what she, you she, can see is there's going to be separation. What her top holdings are are the ones that are going to be performing better because they're still remaining her top holdings. So you got to look at it that way, too. Uh, not necessarily. She, you know, we talk about how often she buys the dip. It is actively managed. It's not like the cream will automatically rise. It's, it's actively managed. It's not, it's not like the cream automatically yeah. rises to the top here, right? She's got Teladoc up there. That's a big loser this year. Uh, you know, she's got Coinbase up there. That's, I guess, that's, that's a winner this that, year. You're, you're right. Yeah, that's come back. That's well, not from the IPO, I guess, but uh, it's come back you know, from the lows. So anyway, but Roku disaster, Zoom. We'll talk about that in a second. Great segue into that one in a second. Disa- disaster. Shop. Shopify's been fantastic. Yeah, Shop. Spotify. Well, I haven't looked at Spotify in a long time. Eh, it's yeah. kind of meandering in there. Square, I'm very worried about Square because even of what's happened to PayPal, Twilio, all these starting to look yucky. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, it, it, it's it's what you're betting on. So know what you own. You know you can bet, but you're betting on inflation going away if you're betting on Kathy. I'm not thinking inflation's going away anytime soon. I think inflation is sticky. I think it's going to be here for a while. Are we going to be humming around six and a half, seven percent? Maybe it comes in a little bit. But look at what the 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 gentleman said on CNBC last night on Mad Money. They had the CEO of Traeger, and he said that the costs of his container ships, so basically bringing his, I saw that, yeah, yeah, bringing his barbecues over or whatever, um, fifteen hundred dollars was back in twenty twenty. It cost about fifteen hundred. He says in some cases they're paying as high as thirty thousand dollars for that same ship. So why are prices going up? Well, when your shipping goes from fifteen hundred to thirty grand. For your container, I mean, holy mackerel, you got to pass that along to the customers. So watch that. I mean, maybe that's where the, the root of the problem is, is, you know, getting the product here. And if you can't get it here, I mean, I know, like like I said, we've been building a house. My wife's been buying everything. We're storing stuff everywhere for the house because we're scared we're not going to get it or the prices are going to be a lot higher when we actually need to get the stuff put into the house. But, I mean, the container ship shipping is probably the right near the root of the problem. Yeah, or they could just be a hero and not pass it along to. Well, then, well, also, <laughs> if you look at it, you know, they get it to the the ship. The ship gets it to the dock, right? Then a truck has to take it. Well, what what's higher gas prices, right? So there's another 
you know, another uh, inflationary thing. Now, crude's coming in a little bit. It's funny how gas goes, you know, two quarter, two and a half, three, three fifty, you know, whatever. People are paying above four bucks on places. And then crude comes down seven, eight, ten bucks and price of our gas comes down a nickel. I mean, it just, it's so easy to ratchet up the prices, but they never seem to come down as fast. But uh, 819 here, do we want to, where do, do we got, uh, where's a little yeah. uh, Zoom? Zoom? Yeah, okay. let's, let's go into Zoom because, you know, this is a, a, a growth tech name. This is a, a sure. shop that, that Kathy owns. Um, and man, I did not, I, I, you know, I'm not always right, but I did not feel good about this report going in. Uh, the report was fine. Okay, I didn't feel about the stock going into there. I didn't feel good about the stock. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the report was fine. Does uh, report matter? That's the, that's another great question, Joe. No. Well, their earnings per share came in a, a few couple of cents above estimates. Their sales came in a little bit above estimates as well. They gave guidance for the quarter. It was it was good, right? It was it was beat by a little bit on the EPS. They uh, beat by a little bit on the sales. Everything came in a little bit above where the estimates were. However. If you look at the the growth rate of, of Zoom, um, the numbers they reported last quarter represented their their slowest growth rate since before their IPO. So that's all the street cares about right now is um, again sort of like Robinhood, a victim of their own success, right? The growth rate was so outrageous for the last year and a yeah. half. The valuation that, was outrageous too. Yeah. I mean, you're paying what was at the peak? What were we paying like? 30 times sales or something stupid for this. I mean, people, okay, so again, when the story is hot, I'm going to say this, I'm a broken record on here, but you know why I'm a broken record? Because this stuff works. When the story is hot, valuation is meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. When the story cools off, valuation starts to matter. And at a certain point, valuation is all that matters when you have no story. So Zoom story, ice cold, ice cold, burr. Back in July, August, September, oh, we're all going to Zoom. We're never going to go out again. Story was awesome. Everybody's paying through the roof prices. You got to watch what you pay for. And eventually, so you can, you don't have to. When the story's hot, you can just get in there. But you got to get out when the story starts to cool off. The story went ice cold when we started to get a handle on COVID. And that's over a year ago now. So, you know, are we still going to have other bumps in COVID? Yeah, but people are still now doing their other thing. There's competition for them. I mean, like Joel was saying yesterday, unless they're announcing new products and other yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I was looking Yeah, Like big yep. new products and new ideas. It's tough to just bet on a streaming you know, service here because there's so many other ones. I mean, we use StreamYard one now. We've used other ones. There's, you know, obviously there's Cisco WebEx. There's a million of these things out there now. Zoom may be the best one of them all, but is it worth the valuation you were paying? I mean, at the peak, what was the market cap on this thing? Like, oh, what is gosh. the market cap now? Maybe that's a good exercise, wow, that's too. a good question. So when, when the valuation matters, and it does on Zoom now, what is the market cap on this yeah. thing? What are you well, paying for? $72 billion, but that's as of the close. So I don't know. <laughs> Call it it's still worth $70 billion. Yeah. it's a lot of money. Yeah. This, this thing is gulag cold, Dennis. I mean, it's beyond it. And also... Could you pick a worse day to announce earnings after that sell-off? It seemed like they were they were yeah. just doomed. Yeah, you're right. After Joel. the Peloton, yep. after the market, after yep. that sell-off. I yep. mean, they could have, you know, came out with a cure for cancer and baldness in that thing <laughs> when uh, when they rallied. Uh, it's hang. I can't even. I can't even give you a monthly level because people are gonna 
get mad at me because the next monthly low, believe it or not, is at 183. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think we're going to see that today. You have someone hanging up here just around the 218, 220 area. Just you know, maybe have some puts, maybe trying to bring stock in a little bit. So just keep 220 as a reference. The actual pre-market low is 217.80. So I'd like to keep uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, I don't know. It's just every you know, rally. And look at look the way it closed seller. yesterday too. Look it at what closed. it did after hours. Go back to the after hours chart. It was a good report and they ripped it. It's like, ah, Zoom is back. Zoom is back. Look at that pre market. Look I, at the after hours I, chart. I, I, go back I saw to that. It. I saw that out the corner. You got that thing on there. I, I like know. I moved it. I was going to go and I was going to try and find support. But, but look, um, look, look what it did. It ran up $20. Look how long it held for. It couldn't hold that for more than 15 minutes. 15 it couldn't hold the gain for 15 minutes and the bag holders are just like give me out give me out give me out it's so hard for stocks and downtrends it's so hard for them to just rip 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 or on higher and go up like 30 50 80 percent because everybody's stuck in it they're all stuck and the, every single rally you get's like people thank you i'm out thank you for giving me my money back they're so quick to hit that's why even when the stock reports a good quarter, there's so many bag holders in a stock chart that's going that far down that the rips get sold. Sell rips on stocks and downtrends. No better example than Zoom last night. It works like a charm again. The, and just looking at the day, I mean, you know that people that are stuck on this, and you know, the bigger traders, you know, they're just, they got to be layering. They just got to be putting offers there because it, you know, I don't know how about big of a size because you don't want to affect the book, but it swept it and it traded some volume. Wow. You had three daily highs just surrounding 264. And then the pre-market high is 264 even. Three highs right here. It got right into this area. Wow. Where you had sellers four days in a row. I switched over to the five-minute chart. So five minutes, 10 minutes, and then boom, the bottom fell out. And then you had people buying it the whole way here, and they're like, what? 250? What? 245? Ah, not a good day for Zoom. So no. we'll see. 220 area, level of interest. Yeah. Um. Let's move on uh, here to retail because – we got a bunch of retailers in, in focus this morning. Um, let's start with Best Buy. I got to say, I'm I'm sort of scratching my head at this one. I'm scratching my head at the reaction to this one because I I had I had assumed that what Best Buy said was obvious, which is like same thing as Zoom. Frankly, like there is no way. There is no way that they can possibly maintain the growth that they had last year on the e-commerce front. So here's what they said. EPS for last quarter, it was good. It beat the estimate. Sales, it was good. It beat the estimate. Uh, They actually raised their uh, enterprise comp sales growth outlook for the year by one percentage point. Um, And then uh, they said, well, I guess what the market's saying, well, yeah, that's all fine and dandy best buy. But when you look at what those numbers were a year ago, your growth is slowing down. Well, like, yeah, duh. What do you think is going to happen? Okay, so their e-commerce sales uh, were, were down year over year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come they on. also weren't about their holiday sales. They, that, that'll do it. So that um, it. I, I'll that get was... the comment here. I'm trying to find it here. Now I had it up. But there was a, a comment about their holiday sales. Okay, fine. Well, so, this is a stock that. And, that, and that was because supply chain. 
Best Buy is still facing higher costs on the supply chain issues. So, you know, it's not so much the demand's not there. It's that the supply is an issue here, too. And they put, gave a soft holiday sales forecast. I didn't even... I looked in the statement, and I guess it... It's on Twitter. So multiple people talking about it. So maybe... What did they do at the conference call? Are they doing the conference call the right conference, now? Maybe it's on the call. The conference call is, is either happening right now or hasn't happened yet. So Okay. And um, and that that's a big time issue here too. I mean, supply chain issues here. This is right back to what we were talking about before. So demand is there for electronics. Demand will probably be there in the holiday season. But if the supply is not there, that's an issue too. I don't know. What do you think here? Do you buy the pullback on Best Buy? Uh, you got well. You got if it, you got an area that if you're gonna do it, you have to lean on. And I, I call it this 118 area. Uh, pre-market low is 121.11. You give it back half of this move pretty quickly. Three lows in the same area, but I just, you know, I just think it's gonna, you know, I don't think it's gonna be so clean. I'd maybe wait for it to go back down through that area. You know, takes out 118, 119, maybe comes and finds a home at 115, and then it comes back to, you know, comes back up through this area. But if you look at it, just since uh, the end of September, you got people still sitting on profits here, you know, bought it all the way up to here, up, you know, from 103 to 120. So couple 118 intermediate and then the other support at 115. I mean, to find resistance on this thing, like if you're brave, if you're brave enough to try and you know pick the bottom in something like this, just scale out, just throw them out there, you know, 22, 23, 24, 25. Uh, we closed yesterday, so you got a little bit of a hint going into the close, but that's probably more you know, after making a new all-time high. Have you ever seen so many stocks make a new all-time high on the day and then crumble? I mean, Microsoft. New yeah. all-time high, ten bucks off it, now twelve. But I mean, this is an ugly day. This is yeah. how the you know we've seen a lot of ugly days like this. Yeah. But this one, you really trap some people. It was uh, an ugly, ugly, ugly tape yesterday. I will give you that. And the last ten minutes was super ugly, and we lost you know thirty-five handles in the last ten minutes yesterday. That's incredible self. That was one of the worst closes of the year. It wasn't even on of the year. I don't. I think it's the worst close. In a long since time. since COVID, or yeah. maybe well, did it's we of the year, a year and a half. It, it's, yeah. it's the worst close in a long time. Yeah, because we I mean, were holding up, and it's just like boom, they pulled the rug out from under. But what was happening yesterday? We'll get back to Best Buy in a second. What was happening yesterday was they hammered high growth tech all day, and they simply got tired, and they're like, okay, we're going to hammer value tech now too, <laughs> and they started hammering Microsoft. This so this is was the reason for your sell off is we know S and P's spy is basically five stocks, the majority of it. it's like twenty seven percent. Is like the top six components or seven components. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So Microsoft lost four bucks in the last half hour yesterday. Apple lost three bucks after being up on the day, basically in the last 20 minutes. So just looking through Google, just absolutely hammered in the last 15, 20 minutes. It was at, at 15, 18, it was sitting up there up on the day, 29.69. Then it lost another 35 bucks. So, I mean, Amazon, it was across the board. Facebook lost $4 in the last half hour too. Last 20 minutes, last half hour, all the ma- big guns that are the biggest components in the S&P lost some serious steam. Even Tesla lost some serious steam. It's bouncing back here this morning, which it always seems to do, but lost some serious steam as well. So that's what happened. Going back to Best Buy, I actually think I would be a buyer of this dip for the simple reason is that I'm telling you, sell rips and stocks and uptrends, <laughs> buy dips and stocks and uptrends. 
it's a big, big dip, though, is the problem. I would have liked it better if it wasn't such a big dip, because now it's like, oh, does it break trend? Kind of. But you're still at support. 120 is a big number here. Uh, and I, and the setup for it makes me think they don't have a demand problem. I don't think it's more of a supply problem. It's worse to have a demand problem than it is a supply problem. So that's one thing in their favor. Second thing in their favor, it is still going into holiday season. And people get excited for a stock like this in holiday season. So you come into Black Friday, people start to think about this. Could this be one that turns around? It isn't going to get it all back, but could it bounce five or six bucks from where it is right now? I think so. I think I'd actually be inclined to buy the dip here around 120. I, I don't have a position in it. I don't know if I'm a real buyer of any stocks right now because I'm a little bit nervous on the overall market. But if I was, best buy would be one I'd be looking at. De- uh, show my screen here. Look at this, Dennis. I mean, you talk about this is a good tool. If you guys, uh, this is what I use. This is what I keep up for my front screen. Look at that. Between Microsoft and Apple, thir- almost 13% of the S&P 500. Just those two stocks. Yeah, just those two stocks. And then you go down all the way. Look at the tech. I mean, Tesla in there. I mean, you're Video's talking 25, now. 20. Now too. Yeah, yep. 25, 26%. Of the S and P, I combine the Googs. It still Obviously, bothers yes, me. For yeah, sure, you it still still bothers me. Uh, but uh, I mean, and those things were strongly. I mean, you're watching that. I mean, it's just a good it's thing one, two, to three, keep four, on. Five, six tech, seven tech stocks making up what twenty seven percent. Yeah, is that crazy? Heavily weighted, and they're all the big guns. Yep, the S and P is dependent on those seven names, big time. Yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to share that with you guys. So, um, you know, something Dennis and I, you know, been following for a long time, and I know, you know, the Nasdaq and the Qs, and yeah, they I mean, the Qs have been, you know, the star performer and everything. But if you're looking at the S and P's, the general market, that's just a good thing. I have to take a look at it because it's changed over the years. Remember when Exxon Mobil was number one and GE was number two, and. Uh, uh, IBM, IBM even spent some time up there. Um, who else is up there? Cisco, uh, uh, Exxon Mobil used to be. Up Cisco there. was number one. Uh, uh, AT and T used to be in there. Yeah, How, yeah. Just by filing that, you could you could get AT and T had a great day yesterday. Why? Earnings now versus um, earnings in the future. Well, it wasn't just that though. There was also the the the, the deal, the Vonage deal, which is like he's AT and T sandbox a little bit. So they're thinking maybe there's some consolidation that gonna going to be coming in the space with the, the Ericsson. Who's going to buy at and I don't think anybody. I don't think at and Well, no one's going to buy at and but, but it wasn't just at and Verizon also traded higher yesterday. So, so at and and Verizon, both earnings now. Earnings now plays. This market is actually very simplistic right now. It doesn't dig deep into, like, you know, really digging deep. Okay, what's Vonage mean for at and It's like, we're going after earnings now. We don't want earnings in the future. Because if we're going to stick in with the good, yeah. environment, they literally were buying stuff. So the banks are getting wow. ripped. Stuff that was making a lot of money right now was getting bought yesterday because Powell was a bet that inflation continues for the foreseeable future. For you T traders, if anybody cares besides me, no who's one. long higher, um, look at this $25 area. And it's not 25 right on the kisser. But pretty darn close. One, two, three, four, five highs, like around twenty-five, ten. That's when you could this thing will get interesting. And that's where you got room to here. Oh, even another high there. That's some good resistance there. Twenty breaks above there, maybe. I mean, man, this thing has been 
ugly, ugly. Hey, where are those activists? And so we're going to break it up and said, hey, the value was uh, $42 or something like that. Who was that? Well, was they, that, uh, they did. They did break it up, sort of. at and yeah. sp- spun off or spinning off. Uh, aren't they doing Warner Media? Isn't I can't even keep track. Of yeah, that. isn't that happening? So, yeah. I mean, at and kind of admitted that their their acquisition strategy didn't quite work out. Uh, they're, and 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 Dish. What about? Isn't aren't they? Uh, they, they too they many have, channels on Dish. That, that was just too TV. many. Yeah, no, Direct TV. Too. Sorry, Direct TV. Yeah, there was they they sold that right. So, um, yeah, it's commercials. They too. sold it. Oh, like I, I hate commercials. And you watch, like, oh. and, and, and you know what? My kids the same way. Like you're gonna have the new environment. You're putting commercial in the middle of the show. So like if I flip on like cable TV. And my kids watching Paw Patrol and the commercial comes on, they're losing it because they're so spoiled with everything streaming. They don't watch commercials. The new environment does not watch commercials, at least, you know, not in the middle of their show. Kids these days, man. They are spoiled. Get it. Try, so try it's go they're going nuts. It's like it's another commercial, another commercial, because we know a 30-minute show has eight minutes of commercials in it. That's the way they've always done it. They've got to change that business model because they will lose the entire younger generation because i will tell you my seven-year-old my four-year-old zero tolerance for commercials and that will continue so try going to a michigan football game <laughs> i mean I, i'm gonna keep my tickets i'm gonna go i can't i i absolutely three it's like 335 this guy with a little red hat comes on you know and he stands there he stands there he stands there i mean i could go up go to the bathroom get a hot dog say some hi to some friends and come back it's ruined sports my dad said that in the 70s the tv was going to ruin sports and they, i mean it's just absolutely <laughs> absolutely he ridiculous also said tv was a fact all right yeah and so was mcdonald's <laughs> all right Nobody's where's, where's bill for a we need some humor yeah, everyone, uh, get, if you have kids in the room, get those earmuffs ready. Uh, Bill Sanders. Hope we don't get in trouble by YouTube. I'm scared. I'm actually right getting scared sometimes. He's our resident <laughs> comedian here. Let's bring him on the show. Bill, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? We are good. How are you? <laughs> you guys warning your audience against me? What, what kind of a reputation do I have out there? Yeah. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Bill, I know you keep a PG for us. What's going on, buddy? Nice to see you. I, I want to take the expectations down a little bit. I don't have a lot of jokes today because of supply chain uh, issues, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll do what I can. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Dennis? Hey, Dennis, is uh, is is earnings season over? Is it is it safe to change your shirt now? How long do no. you want to keep this up? No, yeah, the earnings season, we don't change our shirt during earnings season. We don't shower during earnings season. We don't change our shirt during earnings season. I think I did wear the shirt yesterday, too. I, 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 I heard you say that. I was like, Dennis, how far are you going to take this homeless, homeless hiking strike during earnings season? You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I know. I don't. Is it yeah. just the shirt? Are you changing your underwear? I, I mean, save so much money, though, on water, my water bills less. You know, like it helps. We got to cut expenses. I'm building a house belt. It's inflation's getting me. We got to cut expenses somewhere. I, I heard you're not spending enough on it. You got to start a second house now. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to start spending on a second no. house. You got to get yeah, the lumber market back up. Way to finance this house. Lord help us if that, if that were to happen. You, you you stop you stop building and the and the price of lumber went down went went down fifty points. That's exactly what happened. We bought the absolute high. <laughs> well, pretty sure we bought the high. It was me. I was keeping I, uh, the lumber prices inflated, and then we got purchased all the gaming material. Uh, can the can you hear me? Yes, we hear you, Bill. How oh, how's life? Sorry, Bill, can you Bill, hear me we, there? Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Can you Am hear I us? Am I back? Yes. Am I back? I think he's full. Right, he's I think he's messing with us. Yeah. You're in the show. It says, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, no. What happened here? <laughs> well, we hear him so Hello. well. We see him. Oh, we hear I, him. I, I see you going. Can, oh, maybe my alarm mic is on. Everything says it's okay. Hold okay. on. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get you on... Um, on my laptop. Hold on. This was working, but then my alarm trip. We could just let Bill just talk for 30 minutes. We, we hear you. I, I want to boots on the ground report. I want to boots on the ground report. Here's Joe. Can you do this tomorrow? Joe always calls me at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Mark Chaykin can't make it, he calls me up. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he talks about when he does <laughs> <talks about. laughs> weakness gauge on today. Hold on a second. Here in the other one. Bill. Okay. Back to my laptop. Here we go. Uh-oh. Turn this off. Yeah, turn that off. I think we're good. Okay. All right, we're good. So um, I was uh, – <laughs> can you see me now? What are all good? Behind? I got to stop you for a second. Why? You have like 10,000 post-its. Like 3M actually has a supply I'm chain. I'm busy thinking, Joel. Okay, I don't know about you. Okay, I, I have thoughts. I have ideas. Wait, are, are, are all those – so – that's that's not the reject pile. That's the wall. Pile. Actually, 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 these are these are these are tickers that I'm looking at. That's my ticker wall. Yeah, <laughs> I have my jokes over here, but my my uh, I'm facing I'm facing the uh, the trading wall for you today. And what do you got on that wall? Look, it doesn't matter because I've, the do done not so bad, I've, I've done so bad on Teladoc that it's wiped all of that stuff out. Okay. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I can get virtual therapy via Teladoc for all the money I'm losing on my Teladoc options. They don't give I'm, you I'm, 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 I'm taking a bath on the Tele. I'm losing it all on Teladoc leaps. Yeah, it was very, very long uh, Teladoc leaps. You know why they're called leaps? Because it's, if when they expire worthless, that's what you want to do. Just leap out of a window. <laughs> it took me an hour to write that. What about Roblox? Which one? RB Roblox. I told you about that last time. Was I right or was I right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Do you know how much I'm spending on that every day? No. How, how much? My, my, my you, you know, you, you, uh, my, my little girls, they're, they're, they're seven and ten, and I use Ro, Robux inside of Roblox as incentives to get them to do their homework, clean the house. And uh, it's like nine bucks a pop every time. So if I do it for one, I got to do it for twice. Sometimes that's $20 a day. 
If they're really good, that's 40 bucks a day that I'm spending on Roblox. Doesn't matter how much I make on the stock, I can't keep up with what I'm actually spending on the company out of pocket. So I I, I knew it was a I, I knew it was a good bet. You know the everybody, thought, everybody, everybody thought it was like a pandemic play. Oh, no one's gonna play it anymore. All the kids back in school. I look at my daughter. What are you doing, Roblox? Are you playing any less? No, more than ever. I'm like, bye, bye, bye. That's a great indicator. The kid so, indicator pays, man. That's a good indicator. So right really, yeah. really, what Roblox is it, it, it's a it's a it's a bad parent. You guys, you guys, you you guys should do your show on Roblox. Everybody, Nike just opened up Roblox, uh, uh, uh Nike Land on Roblox. It's all that's the metaverse before before uh, Zuckerberg. They were in on it. Roblox seems like a bad parenting play. People like just want to bribe their kids, right, to do everything. Well, you know, it's better That's than how spanking, I parent. Right? It's better than Rides. taking off your belt. It's better than what I had when I was a kid. Not allowed to do that anymore, Bill. That's, so. that's, that's right. what you, you got to do. You have you to incentivize. It's the ultimate, it's the ultimate in, in, in incentivization. It's uh, it's Roblox. Yeah. You can get them to do anything. They, get, they, can't, they can't stop. And they're doing crazy things in there. They've got avatars. They're building. Uh, they're, they're, they're like designing homes in there. They're trading. All their kids, all their friends from around the country around the city they're all sitting in their house but wherever it, she's she's playing with the friends in chicago her sister in the next room and they're all inside this like little world and then they call each other up on uh on google on google meet so they're seeing each other playing roblox at, at this all simultaneously and and everyone has my iphones and i i have I, they've, i've been stripped of all my technology during the Roblox time. So Bill, I'm, I'm, I gotta ask you, I'm a I'm a little worried about um you know your too. business and being you know stand-up comedian with uh with the metaverse and stuff. Are you are you planning <laughs> on doing well you're when are you coming to Detroit number one? Okay, I keep asking. Yeah, as, as soon as you guys as, as, as soon as you guys uh can uh, get a uh, a sold out theater from me, I'll be there. Things are looking up. I'm telling you right now, you guys aren't gonna get me for free much longer, okay? So <laughs> So I, and, are you? And, what and about look, the metaverse? Let me let me tell you something. The, what about the metaverse? I do. I, I just I'm going to create my own Roblox avatar, and there's no stopping me. There's no <laughs> looking back. I, I, but I, uh, uh, in all sincerity, yeah, the pandemic has hit me hard. But I'm feeling very, very uh, bullish about my financial uh, situation. I just took a retirement quiz, and it turns out that I will be able to comfortably retire in the year 3025. Okay, so we're not that far off. If I if I uh, if I if I get a job, I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, have, have you considered getting maybe funding your retirement with NFTs? You can make you turn your jokes into NFTs. You know. No, but you know what I'm doing? I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to look for other 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 indicators that can really give me a uh, some 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 leverage and edge uh, in the market. And I've noticed this. It it, it just it just hit me one day that. I figured out that the the markets keep going uh, uh, higher as long as I abstain from all sexual pleasure, especially it's crazy, especially going solo. The markets just keep going up to all time highs. (laughs) So now, you know, okay, you and your audience, anytime stocks pull back hard and go into a free fall, you know, it's because I had a weak moment and uh, indulge my primal impulses. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay, well... This I is have... where we start to get cringing. <laughs> on the PG... Come on, that was, as PG as, that was as PG as I can make it. <laughs> no, can, we talk, can we talk like, EVs? Uh-oh, where is he going? Can yes, we let's talk EVs? Yes, yes. What do you got Please. for us? Could you believe Lucid got car of the year? No. 
Really? Best card never made. <laughs> There's 147 of them. Come they're, on. They're, 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 on, they're on target to produce, to produce zero cars this year. <laughs> they, they made Lucid the car of the year. And they're worth twice as much as General Motors. I'm, I'm all in on the Apple car, though. If Apple can turn that around, as, 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 long, as, as long as I can use the same charger I use for my iPhone, I'm all in on the Apple car. They, they won't let you, man. It's, it, it's, it's going to be need a special adapter. You know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to use another. Uh, You're gonna adapter. have it's a separate charging port for the iPad, for the laptop, and for the car. So, Dennis, what do you say? Is Tesla safe now? You're gonna buy back in. You're gonna go long. Tesla's a mystery to me. It's been a mystery. I know it's not a, a mystery time. to me. Every time you sell, I buy, and I'm making. There you a go. Lot of money. <laughs> Find your strategy that works and run with it. If it works, continue <laughs> to work with it. I figured out. will probably be working on Tesla. I've been wrong on Tesla for a long time. That's my point. (laughs) Find what I'm wrong on. You're wrong. You're wrong on the best company in the entire economy. It's everything. It's gonna. It's probably gonna be the most valuable company in the world. Why not? Why not? Well, you know, get honest. Stop building your house and start buying some Tesla. I should. I should sell the house for your Tesla car. Bill, do you have any like favorite moments? I mean, we haven't had you on for a while. Any any favorite moments from the show over the last, you know, four, five, six months? You always. No, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying not to watch because uh, I find that when I don't, it really helps my portfolio performance. That's (laughs) that's great feedback. That's great feedback. Portfolio. That's great feedback. I'm giving you all the ideas you can go against. Hey, did you hear? Did you did you hear that the the, the latest with Tesla? Even though the uh, the the stock's bouncing back, the, you know, the, there's always some sort of like uh, uh, negative flood out there. Now it's a sexual harassment. They, they got they got those they got those lawsuits. It's all over. It's the top of uh, it's the first article they have here on uh, uh, on Yahoo Finance. But President Biden says he only supports groping by union workers. That's his uh, administration's uh, official stance. I, but I, apparently the harassment is rampant at the Tesla factory. It's not just the workers; it's the robots. The robots are goosing everybody. <laughs> Nobody's safe. These robots. Tesla robots. need Tesla. The Tesla bots need a Me Too upgrade. I, I can support that. I think that should come up at the next. Uh, stop. Any any picks? Any picks for? Uh, the yes, other? I've got picks. I hey, I knocked out of the ballpark with Roblox. I got some more. You ready? What do you yep, got? What do you got? We're ready. We're ready. Okay. Oh gosh! All right, let me see. Uh, Mercado, uh, Mercado Libre, M-E-L-I. That's ready. That's ready to come back. The Amazon of Brazil. Yes. Yeah. What, and what about the Amazon of Africa, Jamaya? Oh gosh. No, but Yandex, the Google of Russia. I like that one. <laughs> These are doing great right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the. Uh, 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 the the Roblox of Narnia. I will definitely invest in that one. In that one. <laughs> uh, any other else? any other pigs? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a- Avalon Bay is pretty good. I like that one. I don't. I don't know. Well, there's know a one the, right off the. That's not. What's, even, that, what's that one? You, you took that. One. I don't know where that one came from. Avalon Bay. We bring a read into the conversation. I, I'm, I'm I'm out there. You know, I, you're I, diversified. I, I've learned I had to I have to diversify by listening to you people. I gotta wow. I gotta know what's I gotta know what's going on. I like that. I like that. What about Shockwave? Any of you guys into Shockwave? The candy? Not really, no. Oh come on. Come on. I know. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, a, it's, a it's a medical devices company and they use sound waves to clear the to clear the arteries of uh, calcified uh, blockage. They just uh, play some uh uh, really, uh, you and the know, blockage just goes away. 
bad, bad heavy metal into your arteries. They just pipe it right in <laughs> and it clears it out. It's fantastic technology. No one believes it works. And the, the stock is, uh, uh, there's no stop for it. It's fantastic. It's part of the uh, Santiago uh, uh, Power Gauge Metaverse. Stock <laughs> Uh, no, oh, I, I was thinking of uh, Shockers, the, the the candy, not Shockwave. Um, yeah, no, no, that's not what I'm talking. But check check it out. It's uh, what's the uh, symbol? It's pretty good. It's S W A. Hey, let me ask you this: how how come how come we keep demonizing the uh, all the billionaires like uh, Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos? I think you know why 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 should we criticize people just because they have more money than God? I think that's a good thing. That's what I'm shooting for. As a matter of fact. I think there should be more religion in uh, in, in finances, and I, this is the, the, I, I've come up with a new concept for a company, a, uh, 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 a a new fintech that specializes in Buddhist credit cards. You, just, you can pay it off in the next life. You don't have to worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting, off for, waiting for I'm out of here. That's the best life I'm going to have. Cool. Love you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. We need some humor on this show. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Anytime. Have a great day. Right, Have a good one, Bill. Yeah. Always great to get Bill on. I was I knew it was gonna be something about buy now, pay never, something to do with that. So buy yeah, now, pay in the afternoon. Bill Santiago, oh, guys, you can learn more. Uh or uh, see more from him. Go to his website, Bill Santiago. Um he's at Bill Santiago, Santiago on Twitter. That's his handle. And uh he's got some pretty good stuff um on on, on YouTube. Uh he's got some good bits about religion. Uh very funny. Recommend it. Just search his name, Bill Sandia. I, I don't think CNBC is going to be stealing him from us anytime soon. I don't know. <laughs> don't give my not a compliment. Don't give them ideas. They're always listening. Stop no. giving them ideas. <laughs> uh, okay, real fast here. We got nine minutes left in the show. I wanted to go back to the retail. Uh, Dick Sporting Good Earnings this morning. Um, this this flies in the face of what Dennis said before because this is a this is a cash now company they're, they're making they're making money they're, they're earnings per share they blew it away earnings mm. per share last quarter they crushed it they made three dollars oh, and 19 cents versus a one dollar 95 cent estimate sales also beat nicely 2.75 versus 2.49 billion dollars and on top of that they raised their guidance their eps guidance for the year um and again the number so the numbers were were pretty good overall yeah. um but it's just a matter of is this as good as it gets? That's what they're worried about. That's what the market's worried about. It's like they couldn't, they did no wrong in that quarter. It's just the market is like looking at it saying, well, it's not going to get any better than this. So we better sell it, <laughs> which is, you know, crazy to think about. But I mean, this company is firing on all, all cylinders. We know outdoor activities. You know, even though that increased, obviously, during COVID, it is sticky. People are liking doing outdoor activities because they started doing more outdoor activities. Um, I'd love to buy the dip on this one. It was such a good quarter, and it's down on it. It's It spooks me a little bit. I have no idea. You might have somebody like Kramer. So there could be a scenario here, though, where Kramer could come out, and he's going to talk. You know, he comes out at 9 o'clock, and he'll say, this is, you know, just one of these. And he can turn a stock around. So you just got to be careful. He is one that has liked dicks in the past. It would not surprise me if Kramer came out and said something to the tune of, this should not be down. This is a great quarter, and the stock turned it around just on Kramer's comments. But, I mean, I, that's a gamble, obviously. 
I, I don't, I, I honestly, you know, looking at it down here, it does seem like it shouldn't be down, but at the same time, I kind of get it because maybe this is as good as it gets. Uh, pre-market low, 132.30, and you got a pair of lows at the 133 area, so if you're looking at support or you want to sell this on, on weakness, I'm looking at that, but just looking at the dailies here and also a little bit of a hand at the monthlies, there's someone... Or a group of people, they're trying to work out of this stock above 140. Yeah, 142 something, 78 is the old time high, right? From yesterday, you hit that level. But, you know, you struggled here a few times. They pulled their offers. They said, you know, get it up to one, you know, once it gets over 142. You know, sell me a million down to 140. And so there's there's a big same area where uh, it failed in September, right at this 140. So I'm looking at this whole zone. You break above this. I'll even give it to 143. You break above 143, and then you know green skies ahead. But there's just a big seller out there. And and now are they going to step down? Are they going to step down from 140? And say you know what? I can't get out at 140. I'm going to try and get out in 138. And that's that's what it looks like to me. Uh, 133 uh, parallels if you're looking uh, to potentially buy the dip. But can't ignore that daily that turns into monthly resistance. It's just been a really rough earnings night for retail. Bad day. Urban yeah. Outfitters getting hit pretty hard here. Best Buy getting hit pretty hard here. They're just... And maybe as much as they were buying the hell out of the Macy's and the Kohl's last week, it's kind of like buyer exhaustion in retail. And that's what you're seeing on these stocks this morning that reported pretty good numbers. But maybe the bar set so, so high by like Macy's, which obviously ripped 20% on their earnings report. Kohl's, which ripped, but then obviously gave it back afterwards on the report. I think it's just got a little bit of buyer exhaustion in retail. Uh, there was a couple more. We had Urban Outfitters. They're kind of getting hit today hard with Best Buy yep. down 10%. It's kind of the same idea. Their earnings are uh, – numbers that I saw were perfectly fine, right? Perfectly reasonable. Yep. Um, mm. But, yeah, just not not, not a good morning uh, for that. It, it, it's a tough – it's this – this, and we should take it back to the overall market here because I'm really at the crossroads here. Like part of me wants to raise more cash. And then part of me says, well, no, this is historically a very strong time for – you know, uh, for the, the seasonality is a very strong time for stocks, you know, coming into December, usually a great month for stocks. And it's been a good year. There's no reason why everybody's going to start selling all of a sudden. But I mean, you have the tale of two markets. You have some stocks like the Kathy high growth names that have been just hit really, really hard, you know, to the tune of a lot of these stocks down 30, 40, 50 percent. And then you have obviously the mega caps that have just continued to go up no matter what, where the Apples and the Microsofts have been holding up the overall market. But we're again in this tale of two markets where, you know, the IWM maybe tells a little bit more of the story where it's pulled back about 10, you know, about four or 5% from the highs where we were just a week and a half ago. And it kind of feels like a, we're, we're, we're pulled back from the highs. That's kind of what the market feels like where when you look at SPY and you see it at the highs, you're like, that doesn't make much sense to me. And it was an ugly reversal day yesterday. So you caught a lot of people. It was breaking out. S&P's made new highs. Apple, Microsoft running. And then they pulled the rug out from all of them in the last half hour. So is there people caught from yesterday still? I think so. So I wouldn't be surprised, even though we've had our sell-off overnight and we've rallied it back once again, the, the, uh, the pre-market traders you know, just buy the dip no matter what it seems like. Is there institutional sellers that come in after the open? I'm somewhat I'm somewhat scared that there might be. So I think at this point, I'm actually more inclined to take profits and some stuff that I'm in. 
as opposed to looking, well, what can I buy because this market's rip-roaring higher? The market's got some concerns here right now, inflation-based, obviously, but we're not out of the woods here yet from you know the sell-off yesterday. I wonder if, if the holiday plays into that as well, you know, because you get people saying, well, I really only have a, a day, and a, two days now to get out ahead of a four-day holiday, right, a four-day period. I, you know, you I, get in the holiday trade, and it usually yeah, sent, tends to get quiet, but, you know, obviously Wednesday starts, to, Wednesday is usually two, and then Thursday and Friday is usually a very quiet day. So we are in holiday trade right now. That does mean liquidity goes down it's to a certain extent. So obviously it's not, we're not saying going down to zero, but liquidity becomes a little bit less in holiday trade. So you can see moves. Um, and if there's volatility combined with a little bit less liquidity, you can see some wicked moves. Yesterday was some, some very wicked moves. It'll be an interesting day today. It's very important that this market doesn't just start it, it, yeah. rolling over after the open. Yeah, well, uh, Best Buy's still rolling over. Look at that. Stack. Where is I it? I liked it at uh, 21. Now it's 118, so, or 121, so. Yeah, it looks yeah. like uh, looks like you might get a look I've, at that. I've been wrong on that one so far. Yep, uh, this 115 area, I even, I'll even jot it down to 114. Three consecutive lows, 1389, 1387, 1441, so. 114 if you're looking looking to get a little bit cheaper on uh best buy we're unchanged here we we are we've come back we hit, back. yeah 46 54 50 now we're unchanged it's it i i agree too dennis it's gonna be an interesting day also from like a, a closing uh, a closing perspective uh yeah you've had your your jaunts up to you know in the 4700 handle got the 47, 40 and a half, but I just like to keep an eye on, on the closes and the S and P's, you know, obviously the old time closing high 0150, And that looked like a foregone conclusion going into the last 45 minutes. And we ended up taking that out, but there's just, there's a lot of congestion, a lot of, you go back over the last 10 days, just got a lot of closes at like the 4680, 4682 area. So that's where we're at right now. We hold in there, go back, get that other punch over uh, 4700. I really, I mean, the best thing this market could do today is doesn't have to make an all time high that 47, 40, 50. I mean, that's a long ways away. But if we could get back and close in that 4700 handle again, I mean, that would just be such a major win for the Bulls today. All right, the day is young yet, but that'll be a wrap for the show. Once again, I, I did put the link in the chat. Thank you. To sign up for the final pre-market prep uh, special of the year, December 11th, which is a Saturday, uh, 9 a.m., correct, guys? Correct. Um, 9 a.m. On, on the 11th. Uh, order execution, order flow, and tape reading. Check it out. Link in chat, link in description. Uh, thanks to Bill Santiago for hopping on today. Dennis, uh, have a good rest of your day, Joel. I'll catch you later. Everyone, uh, stay green, stay filled. Please remember all the information from our show meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. We're only at 270 likes. Get us to 350. Let's go. We can do it. We're going to do a push right now in the next 30 seconds. I just like the show. Yes, Dennis liked it. You can do it too. You can do it too. I know Joel you like it. Have you ever liked this show? Yes, before? I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna like Joel's it. Joel's gonna like it for the first time ever. Now nah, he likes the show. He I just liked it. He likes. I liked it. I liked it because Bill was on. I like having Bill on. See, like it for Bill. If not for us, do it for our Bill, guests. Bill's solid. 
All right, I'm going to go Even over and cover all these tickers like that uh, that we missed here. I'll go over pre-market prep plus and uh, back with you guys later right. on. Everyone, yeah, have we, a good day. We missed so many tickers. Um, we're going to hop over to live trading with Benzinga, uh, myself, Mitch, Ryan, Zunid, hang out through the open, do some trading, maybe some YOLOs, and we'll answer some questions. We'll do some tickers. We'll just see what you're watching, and we'll tell you what we're watching, and that's how we'll roll. Uh, through the open today, as we do every day. So uh, I'm going to end the stream now. We'll redirect to live trading, which will start at around 9.05. And I'll see you guys over there. And that's a wrap. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.